Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Let's synchronize our watches. My time says it's 7 after 11. Let's hope yours says the same thing. By the way, safe travels. Go home and rest, Zoleka. See you tomorrow. Oh, wait. We have never seen each other. Okay. Hear you tomorrow. Now, moving on to our next conversation. Uh, human settlements, water and sanitation. Minister Lindy Wissusudi says... While she acknowledges that parts of South Africa are facing water scarcity, there is no need for panic. Okay, if you listen to radio stations and reading newspapers, people are already panicking, but she says there is no need for panic. This afternoon, Sasuda briefed media at the Rand Water offices in Johannesburg regarding water challenges across the country. I do acknowledge, this is what she said, I quote, I do acknowledge that indeed we are facing water scarcity in many parts of the country. I implore you all to use water sparingly, close quote. There's no need to panic. We just all need to be prudent with water, the minister said. Sisuru added that the country was facing high temperatures which had an impact on water damage. Okay, that's demand. She said she had been informed by experts that the earliest rainfall would be in December. The minister also said if citizens abided by the water restrictions which were put up in place, uh, there would be a need for water shedding. Did you hear that? Water shedding? In the past years, we've been talking about load shedding, referring to electricity. Now we're talking to water shedding. Now, rainwater CEO Zipomusai also told reporters that in the area of supply, the water consumption had become unsustainable. I'm hoping you understand exactly why this story is important for us to carry it almost all the time, to talk about this almost all the time. We do have Executive Manager of Operations at Randwater, Eddie Singo, joining us on the line to give us some perspective exactly what is going on. Eddie, good evening to you, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, May, and good evening to the listeners. Be honest with me. I know you are a position of responsibility. You're not supposed to be causing us to panic, but honestly speaking, this is the situation that is concerning, isn't it? Well, yes, it is concerning. That is why we are talking about... Uh, this, this situation now and um, the the level of concern is that uh, the heat wave uh, with the the lack of rains um, juxtaposed together simply says to us that consumers are consuming more than it is necessary and I think um, as, as rainwater we saw that earlier and hence we started with the uh, conversations with consumers and also with municipalities. When did you discover that there is an irresponsible or an unsustainable consumption of water? Look, if, if you look at our communications and the tweets, we've been communicating, I think, for the past month or so that, um, you know, as soon as even the weather Focus was saying that it is going to be a very dry uh, season. We started um, communicating just to let consumers understand that we are heading for a, a bit of a challenge.
challenge in as far as consumption is concerned. Is concerned. But of course, the, 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 the figures in terms of consumptions also were very glaringly obvious that uh, consumers are consuming more. Just to give you uh, a perspective, the our normal consumption is around 4,368 megaliters per day. Uh, we we are able to to feed everyone in our area of supply, and uh, at this point, it has gone um, above 4,900 megaliters per day. What that means is that there's uh, 530 megaliters per day, which under normal circumstances, that's what we use to replenish our reservoirs. So instead of that replenishing the reservoirs, uh, that 530 as well is consumed directly by consumers, which means it keeps our reservoirs low. So what exactly caused the spike in consumption? Well, it, it, it is the heat. It is the heat. It is lack of rain. Are people drinking uh, the water? Well, people are drinking the water. People are using uh, water. People want their gardens to get back to normal preparation for Easter to, you know, to be green. Um, and and unfortunately, South Africa is amongst the few countries where our gardens are, you know, uh, uh, we 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 water our gardens using drinking water. We wash our vehicles using um, drinking water. So if if we were to, for a, for a while, uh, stop that, we are able to bring back the levels of our reservoirs. And I'll, I'll give an example. I think since we started with the restrictions, um, the reservoirs have now stabilized. Yeah. I think last week we were we were seeing them going down south, almost uh, across the the systems. Um, you would know that we started talking with consumers. Unfortunately, that didn't yield the results that we we're expecting. And then we went into the first phase um, restrictions. We saw some movement, but nothing to write home about. It is at phase two that we started uh, experiencing that stability. So, so the system uh, has stabilized, and uh, we are now waiting for it to, for our reservoirs to then peak to levels uh, that we are comfortable with. Under normal circumstances, we operate between sixty and eighty percent of the reservoirs, and we are sitting with some of them now in the region of the 20s and the 30s. At some point, we had reservoirs that are less than 15%. Is, is there a way of communicating with South Africans uh, for us to understand, or at the very least, to see the very dire situation of water scarcity? I don't know, because um, while I would love to believe that Twitter is the best thing since sliced bread, it hasn't yielded much fruit. And as we're having this conversation, it's not the first time we're talking about uh, this uh, water situation, but people don't seem to be responding. Is there a way yeah, look, of, of, of talking about this that would get people talking and responding? 
Look, we, we've we've gone beyond just Twitter and Facebook. I think our media has been very generous in giving us space to talk to uh, to consumers. Um, I mean, in the just in the past two weeks, um, we must have done nothing less than fifty interviews right across, uh, you know, media spaces right up to local radio stations, even university stations. So we, 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 we have been talking to consumers and consumers, wherever we go, um, you know, people will say, hey, Mr. Singer, you said we should take short showers. So they are hearing that. Yeah. The question is whether they are doing it. Um, and, and unfortunately, South Africans never believe, and we've gotten used to not believing something until it really it's us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know the the Cape Town situation. People didn't really believe that until such time that the the they, they got to close to do, close day to day zero. If you if we 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 had a um, we had a representative uh, at, from Twane as well uh, this morning who was also listening to the minister speaking. And after the after discussions of saying, you know, he went to some land areas and these people were watering their gardens as if nothing was happening. Nothing, exactly. I mean, exactly. Lodium, we all know that Lodium was uh, was complaining. Um, but you, you still have someone who feels, you know what, I don't care about um, these messages. I will pay for this water and I'm going to... Uh, what am I getting? It's not about yeah. you as an individual or about your affordability. It's about the better good of everyone. We need to be able to share this water equitably. In if in the event that people still do not listen and uh, we continue to well unsustain, I'm trying to use the words so that I don't sound alarmist. Unsustainably consume water. Will we get to a point where uh, we'll start counting down to day zero as well? No, no, no. I think I think the situation, our situation, the Cape Town situation is totally different, man. And and I think it, it it is important that we explain this. The Cape Town situation of day zero was as a result of raw water uh, being depleted. So, meaning your your unpurified water being depleted. In our case. Uh, the housing uh, area that is um, supplied by Valdem, we are not yet there and nowhere near there. The Val River, uh, there's what we call the integrated Val River system, which is constituted by 14 um, dams. As we speak, it's still sitting at about 62%. Yeah. Now, that that's and 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 indeed, the Valdem level has dropped below fifty percent. But it's nothing um, to be alarmed by because remember what has contributed to that as well is that Lesotho Highlands is being maintained the 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 um, the tunnel that is supplying water here. Yeah. So the Valdem at forty eight is still fine. Some many years ago, when I started. Uh, in the water industry, Valdem was around 16%, and we still we still purified and and pumped water. So that's a, that's a that's an isolated uh, case. And then we've got this one where um, 
the the system is being depleted because of consumption. There is still enough water that is being purified and pumped. However, we are unable to build reserves because consumers are consuming even the reserves. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, the lines are open. 0891 If you to conversation, it's okay. You can join in. I want to take your calls as well. I want to take your text messages as well. Let's engage. This is your chance to talk about the situation, especially in your area, wherever you are. Now, do remember that our guest, however, is Executive Manager of Operations at Randwater. Randwater, which means he may not be able to respond to any and everything around the country. He's from Randwater. He is not from the Department of Water and Sanitation. Uh, so neither, please, neither yeah. So please let us be kind when we're calling or texting. I'm going to read a text on WhatsApp. Again, I'm reading this, understanding very well that uh, this is not necessarily directed at our guests, but it's a conversation that needs to be had, and he too needs to give some commentary on this. This is what Michael in Umtintwini writes. He says, Good evening, I. In the Port Shepston area, we have no water on tap at all. For this to happen without damaging floods or dry dams speaks of a different kind of problem. Michael again, um, thank you, Michael. And I want you to understand the question I'm going to ask now. It's closely related to what Michael is talking about. While I do appreciate, and you are not wrong at all, I do appreciate the fact that uh, the consumption, the consumer consumption may have a big role to play in uh, the situation that we find ourselves in. But how much of it is due to incompetence, just sheer incompetence? Mm, yeah, uh, well, we, we expect that question. When uh, I mean, in South Africa, when things happen like this, uh, people start asking issues of competency and and maintenance. Um, Renota is, I think, is one of those institutions that have not been in the news for wrong reasons. And also it's because um, of highly skilled individuals that we've got. Um, it is for that reason that we also, at a time, even export our services. Um, we there are many other municipalities that use rental services. That is the level of competency that we've got um, with with water. We've got all sorts of engineers, uh, PRNG scientists, uh, PhDs. And we're not talking about PhDs that, you know, and, and, and no disrespect intended, but not just the details. We are talking about uh, scientists that have spent years and years in the water industry. Um, majority of our engineers were trained from scratch right uh, at Randwater um, from school. Their, their practical training done there until they became fully fleshed PR set engines or PR uh, engines. So, so in a sense, um, the skills are concerned. We we are very comfortable. I I understand. I understand. I want us to go back um, uh, when you instituted what stage one or level one of water restrictions. 
in Johannesburg. This was uh, after we were told that you had shut down the Lesotho Highlands uh, 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 water project. And this was, as far as we're told, was for uh, uh, what exactly? To restructure, to clarify, to fix? What was that? It was a planned shutdown, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, and, and that's the confusion that we, we, we intend to uh, clarify. Lesotho Highland, remember South Africa has got a relationship with Lesotho for Lesotho to supply us with, with water. And that water gets um, uh, gravitated into the Val Dam. So, f- once in 10 years, Lesotho Highlands will then perform maintenance of their tunnel. So, when they do that, it means there won't be water coming through from Lesotho to uh, the dam. However, the dam is at Valdem is at a good level as we speak. It's still at forty-eight um, percent, which is which is very good. And and, and the department has been uh, communicating this that in the event that Valdem goes low to alarming levels, we still have water that can transfer from that fountain. I think that fountain as we speak, is sitting at 90%, meaning that water can be released into into the Valdem and we still proceed with pumping. So the tunnel and the level of Valdem have got absolutely nothing to do with the restrictions that are happening at the moment. You, you, you know, I, I hear you, I hear you. You know, Eddie, I, I, I appreciate that explanation. Uh, I I do wish, however, you could help us walk this water situation uh, very, very circumspectly because if we know that this is the 10th year and we know that our dam in in the Val is uh, 40-something percent and you're saying that's very good, why would we be having a a situation, an alarming situation? Why would we be having a concerning situation if we are comfortable with the 40-something percent of the Valdem and we have all other options and we're fully aware that this is the 10th year and Lesotho is going to shut down their, their tunnel. Why are we concerned then? I'm, I'm submitting to you, uh, Eddie, that if, if we are concerned, it is because we are worried that the water supply is not as we would like it to be. And we cannot say that 40-something percent as you're giving is very good if we are alarmed. Of, and we, we, we've now gone to level two uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 water restrictions. So yeah, my, the, let, let me explain it. Go ahead, the, go ahead. Yeah, the Valdem, let, let's remember, water comes from Valdem. Yes. It gets purified by the two uh, water treatment plants of Rendota, which is Farnachin Sikerbos. Yeah. After that is purified, we pump it up to um, Jobek and right up to Rustenbeck and uh, um, Bomalanga and Northwest. Okay. So, Valdem has got water that is supplying Rendo water for Rendo to purify that. 
So rainwater, as we speak, it's purifying beyond normal. Remember I said the normal is 4,368. We are purifying up to about 4,900. And we we then put that into our reservoirs from which municipalities will get um, their quotas. So what is happening now is that consumers or let's say municipalities are consuming more from those reservoirs. So the back end is still giving us water. Water is still being purified, but it is this end where we are, where we consume from, where we are depleting reservoir levels. We need to separate reservoirs from the dams. So the reservoirs are the ones that are low. We are still pumping. We are pumping um, more than what you are supposed to pump. And uh, however, consumers are taking more. It is for that reason that we are then restricting. Restricting then says hold water back in the reservoirs. So what 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 we are simply saying is that even if Lesotho Highlands was not being maintained um, with this heat wave and the lack of rains, it means our consumers would have been consuming more and we would still have had to do this. We we, we did it some two three years ago, where consumption was uh, was high, not to these levels. And we restricted. Um, and at the time, I, the 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 the, the volume was at about sixty percent, sixty yeah, sixty percent. So so it does happen. The, the two are independent. So what so you, do you do? You have poor capacity to have uh, sufficient reservoirs. Look, the country has got. We've got um, fifty-four reservoirs right across our system. But you'll also appreciate it. Um, it is it is a widely known fact that we within within the system, uh, especially within the municipal system, we we've got a lot of leaks. About uh, 30, 35 percent of um, of leaks. What that means is that of the four thousand nine hundred megaliters per day water that we purify um there's about 35 percent that is lost that is that leaks. that is wasted that is wasted so it, it it would it yes at the moment we are constructing what we call station five um and station five is going to cost us just over a billion rands uh, yeah close to 2.5 billion rands and the truth of the matter is that that is infrastructure that we are adding into the system just to go and feed the leaks. All right. So we don't really have to go and build additional reservoirs. If we plug all our leaks, all municipalities doing that, we will, Renoto will have to reduce um, its production. All right. All right. I want us to put it out there, um, uh, Eddie, that, uh, again, this is uh, not your 
uh, fought as, as, as rend water, uh, the situation that we're facing in Johannesburg and around the country, by the way. But you've been kind to agree to talk to us from the perspective of rand water. And I do hope that this conversation does not stop here until we're able to solve the situation. And when you meet your uh, colleagues from other parts that also handle our water, I drive almost three routes, the Empire, uh, 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 Kingsway, and Bears Nodia. And I don't know how many times I've driven there and there is no leak. I used to report leaks up until I realized I'm, re I'm wasting my time. I would yes. leave in the morning, report a leak, I'll come back in the evening. The leak is still there and we're told... Well, it has been reported. People will be there to attend to it. And water is gushing, gushing. There was a time there was a full week of leaks. No one attending to those leaks here in Bears No Deer. So when you meet your colleagues, do let them know that, well, while we as consumers may be unsustainable in our consumption, I think even the issue of handling those leaks, this war on leaks, has been lost. We have lost that war and the leaks are still there. So please uh, let your colleagues know that uh, yeah. it's, it's not just consumption. Post, post the minister's address, we yeah. had a meeting with, with um, our colleagues and and that's a plea that we really made that this, this war, we can only win it if we work together. Yeah. And I think, I think it was a frank conversation and they they accepted um that look we we may we will have to up the game and and of course we know that some of the municipalities are struggling in terms of financial financial uh, to financial muscle to deal with those but you are absolutely correct we gone are those days where we can allow water to leak throughout you know um two weeks um and and you, if you are you are talking about water on the streets you are talking high pressure yeah it means you are losing a lot of water yeah yeah but yeah. also yeah but also what we always forget is 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 the amount of water that we lose in households no. and and we we don't realize how much of water that is a run, running toilet, you yeah, know, yeah. toilet that has got a, a very thin stream. But when you put your hand there, you will realize that it's a lot of water. Indeed, it indeed. Even the taps, of, even the taps that would correct, run yeah. drip, 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 and it, it leaves a brown stain on the sink. Well, that's water gone down the drain, quite literally. And that's water that is metered. That is water that you are going to absolutely, pay for. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you repair that, um you you are saving some few rents as well yeah um so 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 people don't realize that there are a lot of leaks within within their own property as well what, what we also advise people to do is to go and close all the taps yeah and then just go to a meter and stand there for about 20 minutes and see if it's running if that that meter will run and yeah. we, are, we emphasize around 20 meter 20 minutes because if it's a small leak it will take long to move to from one digit to yeah. another. Yeah. So if with all your taps closed, that thing moves, it means in your property you've got a leak that you don't know about. Indeed, indeed. Let's get someone to repair it. So small things such as those.
Eddie Single, thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. I appreciate your time, sir. You're welcome, man. Executive Manager of Operations at Ranwater, Eddie Single.